0: In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, David, before he was King David, was a good and loyal servant of King Saul. From the moment in which he killed the Philistine Goliath, he fought loyally for Saul and at Saul's side. And yet, Saul grew paranoid. And suspicious of David. It didn't help that the women of Israel sang the song, Saul has slain his thousands and David his tens of thousands. Such things make kings paranoid and suspicious. And so Saul desired to put David to death and pursued him. And yet, Saul falls into David's hands where it would be a very easy thing for for David or one of David's servants to kill Saul and no one would have blamed him. After all, was not Saul conspiring to kill David? Instead, David shows mercy, and not just on this occasion, but on other occasions where Saul was handed over to him. David refused to lay hands on the Lord's anointed. He was loyal to Saul and to God. Many hundreds of years later, the son of David, who is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, Behaved in a similar fashion. Jesus had enemies, enemies who conspired to kill him. At any moment, Jesus could have called down fire from heaven upon them. James and John would have cheered him on. Jesus himself said, that he could summon more than three legions of angels. But he didn't. Instead, he handed himself over to evil men to suffer and to die and to be raised from the dead. Jesus died for all, even for those who conspired to kill him. And this is the greatest example of loving your enemy and doing good to those who persecute you that has ever been or will ever be. It's comforting to know that Jesus never asks us to do anything that he hasn't done first. And so when Jesus commands us to forgive our enemies and to do good to those who persecute us, he's already done it. Our Lord calls us to forgive now it's important that we remember that forgiveness is not a feeling like love it is an act of the will something we decide to do and then we do forgiving things and maybe and maybe never our feelings will catch up with what we've decided to do and yet that does not mean we have not forgiven We are not to return evil for evil, but rather to return good for evil. Why? Because that is what God does. Now, this doesn't mean we need to be flaccid in the face of evil. You don't have to say to someone, come on, hit me again. You took my wallet, my checkbook's in the other pocket. But we won't seek revenge. We don't return evil for evil. Let me tell you about an example of probably the greatest example that I have personally seen other than our Lord. I had some friends, they have since passed away, whose oldest son, whom they dearly loved, was killed in a hunting accident. Only it wasn't an accident, it came out later. This fellow's hunting buddy had used it as a screen to kill him. This came out, and he was sentenced to prison for murder. My friends prayed for this man every day. Now, that meant they didn't stop when he came up for parole, of writing the parole board saying, saying, don't let him out. But they prayed for him and gave him the greatest gift that they could give, which is the prayer for his conversion. Forgive your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Do thou likewise.